Everybody, Mac is still here. The Nick State of Mind podcast, um, and normally I'm joined by Chip Murphy and Danny Small. As you know, I'm going solo for this episode, and it's an episode that's going to honor uh, Kobe Bryant. And you know, Chip and Danny both have already shared their thoughts on Kobe Bryant and uh, on Chip's other podcast earlier in the week, uh, and you can hear that if you want to know what what they had to say about Kobe Bryant on the Hoops Addicts Anonymous um, with uh, Jeff Campbell as well. I believe that's been released already. Uh, But, you know, I wanted to have an opportunity to kind of share my feelings and reactions from this terrible tragedy. And just like many of you guys that are listening, you know, I'm sure all kind of grew up watching Kobe Bryant and has impacted you in, in some kind of way. Um... So I just wanted to spend, you know, a few moments here. I know there's a lot going on with the Knicks this week. You know, the team's really struggling. The whole ugly situation that happened at the end of the game against the Grizzlies. You know, trade deadline. We, we're going to get to all that uh, coming up. But, you know, later on, maybe early next week. But, you know, this week we really wanted to focus on uh, Kobe Bryant and this horrific tragedy that took place, you know, last Sunday. And... You know, I I think it's one of those things where you're gonna know exactly what you were doing when this news was was broken. You you always remember it, uh, and you, it just it's just one of those things. And you know, Saturday was uh, my birthday, and I spent the day working. You know, I had my radio show early in the morning, and then I called. Uh, I was working as a color commentary um, for a, a college basketball game for ESPN Plus in the afternoon. So Sunday was my, my chance to kind of go out and uh, celebrate a little bit for my birthday. Uh, so one of the things that I like to do is I'm you know a big uh, golf fan. Uh, so I went to uh, Top Golf and you know was having fun there. Just me and my fiance just hitting some golf balls. And um, as I was you know hitting, um, my fiance told me that it's you know, on the news right now that Kobe Bryant's helicopter crash and he, he passed away. And at first, and I, I'm sure many of you probably felt this way too. I know, you know, some of the guys that were talking, you know, on television like Shaq and, you know, some of these other NBA greats that were reflecting on what happened and talking about Kobe, they all kind of felt the same thing at first was this is a hoax. Because sadly, we live in a society now where we see news like this all the time with celebrities that that pass away. And, you know, that's what I thought at first. I said, there's no way this is true. It's just no way. And, you know, then it started being, uh, reported on several credible news sources. And that's when it really kind of hit me that, no, this was real. This actually really happened. And, you know, I I immediately just felt like I, I, I wanted to go home. I wanted to get out of, you know, away from people and, um, this, this tragedy, uh, certainly hit me pretty hard. Um, I'm not a very overly emotional person. You know, I, I, I just, I'm not, but this was something that caused me to shed a lot of tears on, on Sunday, really even into Monday. 
uh, as it really kind of just left me devastated. And I think a part of that is just what Kobe has meant to me growing up through my childhood. You know, there's no secret with me that my favorite player is LeBron James, but one of those guys that I loved to watch and tried to be like was certainly uh, Kobe Bryant when I was out there on the court myself or just working on my game, you know, and I, I grew up with Kobe. I grew up watching him all the time and, you know, I could share some of my early memories as, you know, as I watched them on television with the Shaq and Kobe era as they were winning championships. And I was, I was young. I don't, I mean, I was maybe eight, nine years old, maybe even a little bit younger than that when that was happening. But, you know, as even as a young age, I've always had a love for sports, always was watching basketball, always loved the game. And, uh, that's, really how I spent a lot of my childhood, not watching cartoons or playing video games. It was, it was watching sports. So, uh, it was something that, you know, I remember watching, uh, the final runs during their three peats and, you know, again, wanted to be like Kobe Bryant and, and the house that I grew up in when I was living in New York was a kind of a, a weird setup as my bedroom was together with the, laundry uh room you know it was the washing machine and the dryer and you know i would put a basket up a laundry basket up on top of the washing machine and i had my you know mini basketball and i would be watching the game and reenacting what i seen and a big part of that was doing what was kobe was doing and shooting the ball into uh the laundry basket and you know, even if I was just watching a game and seeing him perform a certain move, I, I remember, you know, that the 2009 uh, in, in February when uh, he dropped the 60 points at the Garden, you know, used to do that move where he would come to the elbow and do that jump stop and then that like reverse pivot and get off that shot. You know, th those are things that I would go outside and immediately after and try to pull off the move myself. You know, when I did, it was a it was a travel, couldn't quite. Um, you know, do it like Kobe did, but, you know, things from that iconic fadeaway jump shot that, that he had, um, was something that I always tried to put into my own game. And the key word here was try, cause obviously nowhere is near the talent that Kobe Bryant had. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where you grew up watching them. You grew up idolizing them. You grew up, you know, wanting him to win if your favorite team was out or, you know, again, being a LeBron guy when LeBron was out, you know, if the Lakers were still in it, uh, that was the team that I was rooting for because I wanted Kobe to keep getting rings, keep, you know, being successful. Um, and, you know, one of the things that stood out for me about Kobe is kind of what everybody is saying because it's it's true. It's who Kobe was. You know, the, the fierce competitor that he was, you know, it just never backed down to anybody, never backed down from a challenge. Um, and, and, you know, you look back and you think about all these memories that, that you've seen from Kobe Bryant during his career at band. The only thing I can really say is he was just, he was wired differently. You know, it's, there's not too many guys that are built like Kobe Bryant, the toughness, the fierce competitor. You know, especially in today's society where you see these guys are more friends, you know, on the floor, shaking hands, you know, swapping jerseys and all that stuff. That's not what Kobe Bryant was doing. Kobe, if you weren't on his team, he was, he was trying to kill you. 
he was going to try to light you up. And, you know, you, you look back, you see those, you know, videos with Matt Barnes when he was with the Magic and, you know, pretending like he was going to throw the ball at Kobe's face and Kobe doesn't flinch. And you're thinking like, my God, is this guy human? Like, you know, anybody else probably is going to flinch or make some kind of reaction to it. He just stood his ground like, that's that's just his, his focus. You know, it, just his greatness. And just there's not too many players that can do what Kobe was able to do. Of course, one of my favorite memories and what really, you know, just stood out to me out of all the things in his career and all the things that were great about him was, of course, when he tore his Achilles. And I'm thinking, man, all right, he's going to have to leave the court. You know, somebody else is going to have to shoot the free throws. And, and no, this, this man got up, walked to the free throw line, and made both of them. <laughs> that was one of the most incredible things that I ever seen. Just the toughness, the mental toughness as it is that, you know, the man tore his Achilles and got up to the free throw line and buried both free throws. It's just, again, there's not too many guys that can do what he, he's done. And, you know, it, it's just a devastating loss and of course the news you know his daughter uh Gigi who lost her life and it was just you know as well as the other members that were on the helicopter just a real awful tragedy but you know looking at it looking at you know even after his career and seeing him around the games and uh you know seeing him hang out with his daughter Gigi and they shared that bond that love uh for the game of basketball was just really cool to see. It was something that, you know, anytime the cameras were on him and I seen him with his daughter, put a big smile to my face that he was passing on, you know, his knowledge of the game to her. Uh, and, and I've seen videos, you know, like many of you probably had. She was, she definitely took after her father. She was, she was looking to be a pretty special player herself. And it's just, uh, the whole situation just broke me. It, it just left me devastated. Um, you know, it just, everybody calls it the kind of second act of Kobe's career. And it just felt like he was going to do so much, so many big things. You know, I love the fact that he was pushing for, you know, support of the WNBA and, you know, being kind of the big promoter for that. Because, you know, as many people don't like watching that league, don't like, giving women's basketball enough credit. And that was one thing that I absolutely loved that I was seeing from Kobe Bryant. And, you know, of course with his daughters and, you know, his daughter Gigi as a basketball player, just really kind of trying to bring awareness to the WNBA. Um, you know, there was just, there seemed to be that he was going to do so much for not just basketball, but, you know, in the business sense as well. Uh, it just... It still, to be honest, doesn't really feel real. Like this doesn't happen, or that this didn't happen. Uh, and it's been it's been tough, you know, as trying to deal with the news and and deal with the loss of somebody that you looked up to for so many years, and somebody you're still looking up to. You know, still seeing everything that he's doing off the court. You know, whether it was was like I just said, um, you know advocating for the the WNBA and really pushing women's sports that doesn't get enough credit a lot of the times um you know and also 
the impact that he had on so many of these young players. Like I mentioned before, you know, Kobe was that guy that did not, and you can hear this from guys that were actually a lot closer to him than me, obviously. Um, you know, of course I was one that never met him. I just always watched him on TV and just idolized him. Uh, but you know, even the, the players that did know him played with him, played against him, all said the same thing is that he was a guy that never liked you if you weren't on his team. Like when it was game time, it was about business. It was about taking you out. But by the end of his career, you can kind of see him kind of have a little bit of a change, uh, in his personality and be kind of willing to have an impact on so many of these players that we're watching today. And that's why you've seen all these, these young players take it so hard because again, they, they're, they're guys that grew up watching Kobe and now they're in the league and they're getting advice from them. Um, you know, he was just such a big figure to so many people's lives and, you know, look how this tragedy, not only here in the United States, but all over the world, that's how big, you know, he impacted and, and so many people are hurting from this loss. And, you know, as I, as I wrap this up, I just, my thoughts and prayers are with his family, um, with the other families as well. And just a real sickening tragedy that that's very difficult to deal with. Um, and Kobe certainly will be missed. I mean, he was larger than life. He was a iconic figure for the game and, it's going to be tough. It's, it's, you know, as you heard a lot of the guys say, this is going to, this ain't going to go away, you know? And I, and I think for many of us that that's really going to be the case. Cause when we think basketball, we're going to be thinking of Kobe Bryant and it's, it's tough. It, it, it really, it really is tough. Um, it's just something that I was hoping I would wake up the next day and it would just be the dream, honestly. Um, just meant so much to me through my childhood of just being able to watch him. And, um, you know, I'm very honored and privileged that I got to watch his career and watch one of the NBA greats. Um, I'm very fortunate to get to see him play throughout his career. And yeah, he, you know, he ripped the hearts out of us, you know, several times as Nick fans, uh, with some of his performances, but at the end of the day, you just got to appreciate greatness. And, and there's not too many players that were built like Kobe Bryant and, he certainly will will be missed, and that's kind of where I'm going to leave it at here. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of Nick news this week. There's a lot of things going on, and you know, we will promise we'll get that out as uh, you know next week and, and get another episode and break down all those things that have been going on. Talk a little bit more about the trade deadline, but this week certainly we wanted to keep our focus for uh, Kobe Bryant, who certainly will be missed, and. Um, and I'm going to leave it there. So we'll be back next week for another episode of the Next State of Mind podcast. <laughs>